Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on a Friday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Lost in all the Red Sox ALCS talk. There is a Patriots game this weekend, and a pretty important one, actually, as the Pats look to try to get back to 500. They welcome America's team into Foxborough, taking on the Dallas Cowboys, who are rolling right now at 4-1. and one. And joining us now to break it down on the phone line is Phil Perry, Pats Insider, NBC Sports Boston. You can find him on various Pats podcasts, including the next Pats podcast and the Tom Curran Patriots podcast as well. So, Phil, ready for week six. I am. This is a fun matchup, Brady. This is a high-powered offense that the Cowboys are bringing in here. It's a defense that's aggressive. They turn the ball over. Patriots are going to be tested on a variety of fronts on Sunday, and I'm not sure it's going to go great for them, but it does make it an interesting matchup for us to preview. I saw the most incredible stat I've ever seen in my life yesterday, and you probably know it, but I'm bringing it to you anyways. You've seen a lot of stats, so this (laughs) is going to blow me away. In the Patriots last 12 regular season home games, they have 10 first quarter points. That is jaw dropping. In the last 12 regular season home games, I get it. Most of that's in Cam Newton and Mac Jones Jones land and not Brady. But we think of the Pats as a team that starts fast. They have 10 points in their last 12 regular season home game first quarters. So how does this team get off the schneid and start fast offensively finally? Boy, that is alarming. And I think we do think of them as a fast-starting team, or they have been historically. And I'm sure there are numbers that would back that up. But even thinking back to Brady, like the the Super Bowl games, right? Those are the ones that stand out going back. They had a hell of a time trying to score points in the first quarter of those Super Bowl games. So I don't know. Maybe there's something, too, that Josh McDaniels and this offense just kind of need to feel out what's going on on the defensive side. But for them to score this week should not be – the chore that it has been in other weeks. I think the Cowboys off or excuse me, the Cowboys defense is good. It's not great. And it's good in areas, but even those areas are flawed. For example, Trayvon Diggs, six picks through five games, right? Yeah. Big name player now coming out of Alabama. He's a playmaking defensive back. He's young, shut down corner. That's that's the perception of Trayvon Diggs right now. I would say he hasn't quite reached that level yet, almost in the same way that J.C. Jackson hasn't quite reached that level yet because you can get Trevon Diggs. He's averaging about nine yards allowed per target this year. So when he's not catching it and giving his team a first down, oftentimes he's giving up a first down to the opposing offense. So he's not somebody that you should be scared of. You should attack him. You can't be dumb. You can't give them easy passes to pick off. But, again, there this is a defense that can get caught. Micah Parsons, very athletic, very aggressive, downhill linebacker. All the traits in the world. I think he's over-aggressive at times. Some of those play-action passes where we saw the Texans' defense just completely vacating the middle of the field last week. I think he might be able to hit a few of those against Dallas this weekend because they're so aggressive up front. So, this Patriots offense really needs to start scoring, Brady. They're 26th in points this year, and they're going against a defense, while talented in spots, is a defense you should be able to score against. I think this is a good litmus test for this Patriots offense this weekend. Was last week's performance against the Texans, I know they won, but was it indicative that the Pats aren't that good or that it was a predictable drop-off from the emotion of the Brady return game? I think it's probably a little bit of both. 
they haven't proven that they're very good, Brady. That's the thing with me. I mean, Josh McDaniels has over the years proven that he's a pretty good coach. Bill Belichick has proven over the years that he's a very good coach. You know, like, and so those guys' reputations are established, but this is a different group. They haven't been good in a lot of areas that traditionally they're pretty good in. The screen game is a disaster for them this year. Hmm. Running outside the tackles, behind the tight ends, has been a disaster this year. Throwing down the field, they're arguably the worst team in football this year. And so while, you know, you've gotten a bunch of progress from from the quarterback, I think, from the time we first saw him in training camp, and I think he could be a good player, this is not a good offense right now by by almost any measure. I mean, they're 3.8 yards per carry. You know, I think they're pretty good running it downhill. I think they're pretty good on play action. I think they're pretty good when they spread it out. This, to me, for them to be at their best, I think they almost have to be a little bit like the 2018 offense at the end of that season when they were heavy personnel, run it downhill between the guards, play action, occasionally spread it out and get the ball out of the quarterback's hands mm-hmm. quickly. That's, I think, what they have to do. I don't know if they've they've necessarily found who they are yet, but I think they have enough evidence, Brady, to suggest they should be doing certain things. They should be highlighting certain things. And I think Josh McDaniels might feel the same way. And so I wonder if we start to see a little bit of progress this week just based on, okay, we know who we are now. Let's scrap some of the stuff that we're not good at, and let's emphasize the things that we are good at. And again, against this Cowboys offense, you should be able to score some points. I don't know if it's going to be enough. That Cowboys offense is great, but you should be able to score. Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. You know, going back into the offseason, like even around the draft, I said I thought that the Patriots should be should replicate what the Browns do offensively. Run the ball a lot and utilize play action, and Cleveland's got three tight ends that are pretty good also. As we hit week six, is, am I finally going to get my wish then based on your game plan that the, that the Pats become Cleveland light? Brady, great minds think alike, man, because <laughs> I am right on board with you, and I have been for months, it feels like. The Browns, look at them. That, that is a good, not great quarterback that has a very good offensive line, a good, talented stable of backs, and a good defense. And they're going to run play action. They've got a ton of tight ends, as you mentioned. Play action, run the football, grind out hard, hard yards, be able to hit the open throw when those linebackers suck up, when you fake the handoff. And you can live that way. You can, even though it's 2021 and everybody wants to throw it all over the lot. Like, you can be an effective football team when you run that way. I don't know if the Patriots' offensive line is where we thought it would be, though, Brady. We've talked about this yes. over the course of the last few weeks. And that that's really what's held them back. Where they're good, if these guys are on the field, where they're good is at guard. And when they've run behind their guards, my buddy Warren Sharp, Sharp football analysis. He does a lot of work for us at NBC Sports Boss. He's going to be on tonight uh, on the weekly spread tonight with Tom Giles. Does a great job of tracking, okay, where are teams effective running the football? Okay, we know the Patriots are 3.8 yards per carry, but what about when they run behind the guards? When they run behind the guards, they're over five yards per carry. Mm. But when they run outside the tackles or they try to really bounce it out wide, run outside the tight ends and, you know, some of these toss plays that go even wider than that, they're around two yards per carry. Wow. Scrap those. Get downhill. Get north-south. Emphasize what you're good at with those guards, with those running backs that are that are quick to the hole and aren't necessarily the most laterally quick guys in the world. Do what you're good at, and, and you might see some of that game plan that you've been looking for for a while, Brady. I think it was last night or maybe yesterday I was watching Burt Breer, who was on NBC Sports Boston, and he said that the Cowboys have players at every position that are better than the Patriots. So I ask you my, my favorite question to ask of you this week. 
Dak Prescott aside, you can't choose him. If salary cap is not a concern, you can have any player on the Cowboys roster and put them on the Patriots. Who would you want? Oh, good question. I think my first choice would be C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Uh, he's an explosive receiver. He can do a lot of different things with the ball in his hands, down the field, in the slot, outside. And the Patriots, to me, just don't have enough playmakers offensively. You know, I, I would – I would, I think Bird is making a, a good point to just emphasize the fact that the Cowboys are very talented. I would disagree with him on that front, though. Like, I, I think the Patriots' defense, plain and simple, is better than the Cowboys' defense. Again, hmm. Trevon Diggs creates turnovers. And, and they, as a team, create turnovers. That, that is really where, where they've been effective. They've got, you know, they've got 12 turnovers. They're second in football this year. Uh, in that regard, but their defensive line is not anything special, especially with um, Lawrence out, you know, their defensive end, like they've Osa Odigizoa is a rookie out of UCLA. Who's, who's been a, an okay player for them, but he should not be one of their best defensive players up front. Micah Parsons, again, is a, a great skill set, and he's very good as a pass rusher. They should be using him more as a pass rusher. They've moved him back to linebacker after giving him a couple games, is essentially an outside linebacker defensive end. I I just I'm not overall very impressed by their secondary or their front. Um, and so I think defensively, listen, if you come up with the right plan, as they did against Tampa Bay, you can keep this close, even though offensively they blow you out of the water with their talent. Like if you can do what you did against Tom Brady, rush three, rush four, bring it from some different places to keep Dak Prescott guessing. He's very good at the line of scrimmage before the snap. He's very smart. He's very accurate short. He's one of the most productive deep ball throwers in football this year. He can do it all. And he has the weapons to do it all. And, oh, by the way, if they want to rely on the run game, they can do that as well. But if you can come up with a plan that slowed Tom Brady to the point where Tampa could only score 19 points, and I think the plan should be relatively similar, you can make this a game. You can win this game. This is not an unwinnable football game for the New England Patriots. But, again, to Burt's point, he is right about the offensive side. Offensively, Cowboys talent is just, it's, it's out of this world. Phil, I'll let you go on this. Um, and I'm not smart enough film wise to watch it like you guys do. And I'm not watching it, you know, after the fact, like you guys are, but on the TV broadcast, when I'm watching the game, Kyle Duggar is a name I expected to hear a lot that I don't feel like I'm hearing his name called a lot. It does not mean that he's playing bad. It just means I'm not hearing his name called a lot. What are you seeing out of Duggar? And is he making a bigger impact than I you know, than I think he is. No, I think it's a good call. They're, they're essentially using him as a linebacker. You know, he's a sub linebacker. They love rolling that three safety package out there. And Devin McCourty's always going to be the deep guy. Duggar is almost always going to be the guy in the box. And Adrian Phillips is a little bit of the hybrid. And, and you're going to see him a lot in coverage against some of the better tight ends. I think when they've tried to use him in, in coverage, it hasn't gone great. Uh, and, and I think he has been, though, impactful in the run game. It's just, you know, from a safety, would you like him to be, you know, a relatively highly drafted safety? Would you like him to be a little bit more of a playmaker? And I think that is a totally fair criticism, especially in his second year, Brady, after not having anything before his rookie year in terms of spring, uh, you know, the summer was abbreviated. The fact that he came in and ended up being a starter last year as a rookie coming from Lenore Ryan, I thought to myself, man, you give this guy a real offseason, a full year in the program, he's going to come back and look like Superman. Hmm. And it just hasn't been the case. So, again, he's young. He's coming from Division Two. Like, let's give him some time before um, we determine what level of playmaker he can be. 
but I think the coverage area is one that really is something he, he's going to have to focus on uh, in improving because that's where he should be good. Like he should be, and he's he's talked about this. He, he's modeled his game in some ways after Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison could rush the quarterback. He, of course, would lay big hits in the secondary, but he was a shutdown cover guy on tight ends. He could play in the run game, of course. Like he could do everything. And, and that's what Kyle Duggar should be striving to do. We've really only seen him impact games, in my opinion, to this point at least, as a run defender. So he has a long way to go. Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston, with us every single Friday. You can check him out this weekend on the, uh, let's see, pregame live, postgame live on NBC Sports Boston. We also all of the podcasts as well, including the Phil Perry Next Pats podcast. So, Phil, enjoy week six, and we'll talk to you before a, a game I'm more looking forward to when they play the Jets in week seven. Sounds great, Brady. Thanks a lot, bud. <laughs>